listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWPSports.org and iTunes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Phenomenal Forum. I am your host, Matt Weinstein, joined each and every week by Andrew Servideo to my right. To my left, the American dream, Alex Demiris. Guys, what's going on? A lot of talk about today. How you doing? How you doing, boys? It's pretty, pretty exciting uh, week for wrestling. Not really. <laughs> now, you want to talk exciting, we'll get right into it. Yes. The uh, Probably the highest rated segment of Raw, that opening promo between uh, the Angle family, Kurt and Jason <laughs> yeah. Jordan. What do you guys think? Eh, I mean, I, I see where they're going with it, so I don't really, I'm not really that interested, but... Um, hopefully we get a good match out of between uh, Roman and Joe. That's probably what I'm looking forward to the most out of, out of all of that. By the way, it was hashtag sarcasm. Didn't really yeah. think that. Alex, what do you got for me? <laughs> I'm thinking that um, when you're struggling to put somebody over, what do you do? You put them against Roman Reigns and try and get the crowd on their side. <laughs> and I think that's what's happening. I, I agreed with you last week. about like I would have agreed with you last week. But this week, I don't know. I feel like they're kind of – they know – the crowd's not going to be on Jason Jordan's side. So now it's kind of like, oh, let's see if we can turn the crowd against him. Because they already are. Just add fuel to that fire. Just keep going. Because now it was because he he attacked Roman from behind to get the match. He called out Samoa Joe, a crowd favorite. Yeah. So whatever they do with this guy, I mean, they're, they're going to try everything, right? That's definitely the easier route to take to, to keep the crowd turning against them. They can't stand him. I'm, yeah. al- I'm almost starting to feel bad for Jason Jordan yeah, how the crowd's reacting to him. I don't know who's getting booed worse, Roman or Jordan now. What do you think of the match, though? I think, like, these are two guys that, regardless of what you think of them, they, they put on good matches, mm-hmm. but more times than not, they have a partner in the ring who can carry them on the other side. Like, if Roman wrestles with Joe, if Roman wrestled with AJ Styles or Jordan when he was working with Cena. But these two guys put on a good match together. Mm-hmm. So say what you want about the both of them. They can definitely go in the ring. It's just the character, just the where these two guys are going. I think that's what nobody really cares about in a crowd. Yeah, I have to agree with you. That's the only thing that's saving them is the fact that they can go in the ring. Because everything else I, is brutal, in my opinion. It's just not working. So. Yeah, anything with Jason Jordan has been pretty lackluster and hasn't been, you know, it, it's not a, it's not it's not that Jason Jordan's a bad wrestler. Mm-hmm. It's just the way that they're going about making him into like this weird. I don't know what they're doing with. Like it makes no sense to me. Yeah, it's confusing. But uh, it seems like they're doing a better job with Chad Gable than they are with Jason Jordan. It's just how it is. But and, you know, we'll get to Chad Gable a little bit later on with that SmackDown tag title picture scene. But back to this opening promo, it all started because when Roman won the Intercontinental title, what was it now, two weeks ago? Yeah. Two or three weeks ago? He declared that every week he would have an open challenge for the Intercontinental Champion. Does he not realize how that works? <laughs> John Cena would have the U.S. Open Challenge. He would come out, he'd cut his promo, you want some, couldn't get, come get some, and someone's music would hit and he would have the match. It feels like Roman has this open challenge and he comes out and says I want to face this person so it was Jason Jordan came out and said open challenge I'm ready he's been saying that for three weeks why hasn't why didn't he get the match until tonight uh till Monday night it's he came out and said oh you accepted the challenge but I want to face Samoa Joe that's not how the open challenge works Roman Reigns. <laughs> I guess because Joe had choked out Roman 
after last week's Raw, yeah. I think. At the end, Roman had won the match. I forgot it was... I don't, I already forgot who it was against, and then he started walking up the ramp, and then Joe came out, and Coquina clutched him from behind. Yeah. Right. No, I understand why he would want to face Samoa Joe, but that then don't call it the open yeah. challenge. Yeah, it's it's the Joe challenge. It, <laughs> it, like, it's, the, it's the open challenge of who I want. I get to pick who I want to face. Yeah, it's kind of it, weird that uh, they're calling it the open challenge. I think this whole thing is, like, they want Jason Jordan to, like, come out and be like, oh, I uh, I want to try and test myself. I want to try and test myself over and over again until I keep losing and losing and yeah. losing. But it just doesn't It just doesn't work. It's not a way to, like, book somebody, I guess. And it's, like, it's just not entertaining whatsoever. And having Joe come out and fight Roman, it makes up for it, I guess. But And Jason Jordan, he's just come, like, when he's pleading to Kurt Angle week yeah. after week, he's just coming off so annoying. Kills yeah, me. And, it is annoying. And Angle doesn't make it any better. He's like, well, son, I don't want to put you in that position. You're still hurt. He's like, I taped up my knee. I'm ready to go. He's still hurt. Like, and I quote, Kurt Angle won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. Yes. But Jason Jordan's got a little knee problem, so he's not going to want his, his son, quote unquote, to wrestle Roman Reigns. It doesn't make any sense. Talk me off the ledge here for a second. I'll we're do not, my best. We're not on a crash course for Jason Jordan, Kurt Angle anytime soon, are we? Not in the, the near future, but I think down the line it's probably going to be what it is. There's a, there's a very good chance, and there's a very good chance that happens at WrestleMania, <sighs> I think. I think that's where I feel like we were kind of on the path to Triple H, Kurt Angle. After Survivor But Series. now we may be looking towards Triple H, Shane, maybe even a Triple H, Braun Strowman, which yeah. I think of the three matches is the most entertaining on yeah, paper. Yeah, for sure. But if Kurt Angle's not in that Triple H match, I think... I think that might be where he goes, to Jason Jordan. And, yeah, that's a match I'd like to see. Don't get me wrong, but that's not the WrestleMania return for Kurt Angle that we like one, that His one-on-one like one return match, right? Yeah. yeah. And I feel like this last month or two, honestly, since Kurt Angle came back into the ring with the Shield, it's kind of ruined like the mystique of the Kurt Angle return for me. I'm kind of over it at this point because he put himself in the shield, he put on the the vest, and then he had the Survivor Series match, didn't do much. And now it's like, oh, this is just the older guy who came back. He's still kind of hurt. He can't go 100%. Why is this someone that we want to see in a top-tier match? And that stinks because prior to Survivor Series, that's all, we, that's exactly, all I wanted. That's all, exactly. Yeah. I totally agree. But at this point, it's like, oh, Kurt Angle's... Like, oh, Kurt Angle's wrestling at that pay-per-view? Yeah, I'll watch that. Instead of Kurt Angle's wrestling at the pay-per-view, this is must-see. Yeah. Like, when we got the update, when uh, when Roman and Bray Wyatt got sick, when it was a Kurt Angle to wrestle with the Shield, we were all going nuts. Yeah. yeah. And that was not even two months ago. And to go from there to Kurt Angle's wrestling, I guess that's pretty cool. That's It's, a, it's an absolute shame. Yeah. I think uh, once, he does his, like, once he does, like, a singles match, I think we'll be more excited. I think, uh, I don't know, Kurt Angle definitely, I mean, the year, the years prior to coming back to WWE, he was wrestling in, like, high-profile matches, like, all over the independents against, like, Zack Sabre Jr., Cody Rhodes, and uh, he did a steel cage match with Cody Rhodes, which was awesome, but, um, yeah, it just, uh, it just seems like he doesn't, I mean, he doesn't not necessarily have it anymore, but, like, it just, 
I don't know. It's it's become a less lesser of a profile of a match for him to come back and, and wrestle. And you talk about high profile matches. Even the matches he's had in TNA in his tenure there yeah. against guys like AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, you throw in Sting, Bobby Roode, all these guys. These matches meant something. Yeah. For it to be Kurt Angle versus his son Jason Jordan, if that's the way they go, obviously it's all speculation. That's not that's not the Kurt Angle match that we're all looking no. for. The one cool part about it, which was just it was just a second. Jason Jordan was in Kurt Angle's office crying to his dad, wanted a match against Samoa Joe later that night. Joe came into the office and beat up Jason Jordan and turned to Kurt and said something to the effect that, of, does that look familiar? Like father-like like son, father, like son. Like that, that. that was funny. Yeah. Whenever, that, that was great. That popped the crowd. That's yeah. kind of like that, oh, snap type of moment. TNA when you don't, exactly, when you don't think they're going to cross that line. And they do. That's like father, like son. That was great. Yeah, it was good. And Leon, last thing about Angle and Jordan, if that's the match we get, I feel like I'd be more excited if the whole son storyline didn't happen. If it was just Jason Jordan versus Kurt Angle, I feel like I could get on board with that a lot more. But now that it's Kurt Angle versus his son, it's kind of you get what you're gonna get. We we know it's coming. So. Now, you know, I, I mentioned this first segment, the high, probably the highest rated segment on Raw. This time I really mean it. We have finally have the appearance of Woken Matt Hardy. I feel like from week one, where he lost to Bray Wyatt and started the delete chance, to week two, they skipped about six months worth of storytelling in TNA, and I don't even care. People know what's going on here. And they love it. And I told you last week, I was like, they just got to figure out how to appeal to the crowd and, and figure out how to incorporate new fans into the to Broken Universe. And uh, they, they did it. They pulled it off. And I was, I'm, I was very excited for it. Yeah, this was the best part of Raw, was this, was this promo between... They, neither of them were even there, right? Yeah. It was all done uh, behind the scenes. Yep. And I think it's a cool... I think it's probably one of the best people to put him up against is Bray Wyatt, right? For to start to start I, it, yeah, I mean, to get yeah, it going. you gotta start there. But hopefully, it's not. He beats Bray Wyatt, then he goes away for two weeks, wrestles Bo Dallas, and then that's it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Also, Bray Wyatt's like had a bad year in terms of like, uh, like just having something to latch onto. Um, he's been in a lot of like feuds that have like fallen short. Yeah, I guess. fizzled out. Yeah, so after a I don't while. know. Uh, maybe Matt Hardy. Um, lights the fire in Bray Wyatt and, and resurges him, I guess. That's what I'm hoping for. Because to me, it's still Bray Wyatt. It's still a draw. I get excited when Bray is about to wrestle a yeah. match. And it should be interesting because Bray Wyatt feuds tend to last a while. That feud with Finn Bauer, if he didn't get sick, it'd probably still be going yeah. on. So are the, is this going to be – are they going to overdo – this Woken Matt Hardy versus the Eater of Worlds, Bray Wyatt? I hope not. And this is where I, the, the pay-per-view, taking away some of the pay-per-views, this is why you kind of get on both sides of the fence here. One, it's good because it makes them more meaningful. Another reason, a, a negative reason, I think, is because you don't get the build-up to a match like Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt at a pay-per-view, and now what? You're and then just you don't have that going? payoff. It's just going to go till who knows when. They're till, not gonna, exactly, till when. No, the next Royal pay-per-view is the Royal Rumble. That you got it. They're not going to wrestle at the Rumble. What, are they going to have this going until WrestleMania? Well, Fastlane is, like, I think the next one. I think Fastlane is next. Is, Elimination is, Chambers. Oh, so what, whatever the next Raw one is that doesn't come until after Royal Rumble, 
it's going to, I mean, I, I, I'm not sure how long this is going to go, but. See, now here's the thing that I was thinking. <clears throat> we have two months until, well, we have the end of December and then end of January until Royal Rumble. Basically, we have, yeah, basically we have no months. raw pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. What if we get a hearty compound, high-profile show as a pay-per-view, but on Raw towards the end in, like, the main event? I didn't even think of that. And if that's something... I feel like... First, I think if that, if that happened, that would work. That'd be it great. would totally work. And Vince said, you know, I heard that Vince is giving him most of the creative control. Yeah. So, to the, well, how many shows on the Hardy compound did they have? Three? They had the yeah. final deletion. Total deletion. And, uh, I don't remember. Total nonstop else. deletion, which was Tag Team Apocalypto. Yeah. Right? Right. No, there's, and then they yeah. had one more. Yeah. Then they had, oh, uh, no, then they had the Great War at Bound for Glory. So right. anyway, they had two, two or three. But in WWE... As that was going on with summer summer 2016, they had the New Day Wyatt feud. They kind of ripped it off. So like, yeah. and they went to like the Wyatt House or whatever they called it, the Swamp. Who knows? But that's something that they're obviously not opposed to doing. Mm-hmm. And if they have that done and run by Matt Hardy, there's no telling where that could go, and that could fill the gap between the Royal Rumble. Yeah, it's a nice gap filler for sure. Um, I don't think they'll make it like a, its own thing, but I think they'll put it. On Raw and fill it up like maybe towards give, the end. Give it a half hour. Give it a half hour of time. Like I don't know if they put commercials in between. Hopefully not, but it should be really cool to watch and see. And I think for me, the best part of this is just to see Matt Hardy getting a clean singles run in the WWE where he is so over and he can have so much success. Because for the most part in WWE, it was the Hardy Boys and it was Matt, Jeff's brother. When Jeff went on to have uh, a lot of single success, for Matt Hardy, this is really his first big chance. Obviously, he had a couple singles runs as a U.S. US champ, ECW champ. Matt Hardy, Volume 1. Version 1. Version can't, 1. Can't forget Sorry, it. The, sen- the sensei of Mattitude. Love it. But this is the first time where Matt Hardy could really break out into like a top WWE star and it's funny I saw I saw it the other day this past week was the first time since 2005 that Matt Hardy was searched more on Google than Jeff Hardy uh, I saw that too that was really cool so that's huge that, that says it's all all you need to say yeah, interesting yeah. and it's the perfect time for him to do it and Raw needs him oh so. for sure Raw needs something better than Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman for sure but my my only fear with this woken Matt Hardy is that when he finally gets some steam going, like who is he gonna wrestle on this Royal roster? Like he's not gonna wrestle Roman Reigns. He's not he's not in any sort of world title picture, which he doesn't have to be. But I feel like on Raw, if you're if you're not in this title picture, you're not doing anything. See, but that's where I think you're wrong. I think he goes um, eventually for the IC title. And I think when Jeff comes back, they go back for the tag titles eventually. Do you think he goes after the IC, cha- IC title while Roman's still holding it? No, absolutely not. After uh, yeah, Roman I, holds it. I think after Roman loses it to, I have no idea who he's going to lose it to. But once he does, I think that's a good... Uh, maybe he does lose to Matt Hardy. Maybe he that, does. That, 
That'd be huge. To some tomfoolery with the Wyatt yeah, Are we to believe that Matt Hardy's going to take down? I mean, bro, he's going to be the one to take down Roman? The, be, I mean, the broken brilliance of Matt Hardy is going to conquer the Roman Empire? Something, anything can happen. Away. Anything can happen with Matt Hardy, for sure. So it's definitely going to be something worth to watch. Maybe he fights Finn Balor next after that. So the two of the, so they can just have throwaway matches together no, that people don't care I mean, about? Demon, they can Demon give Finn three versus Woken Matt Hardy would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? That's see, but they, you know, these are two guys. Just you gotta give the chance, give the time. Finn Balor wrestled Bo Dallas on Raw this past Monday. That's a match. Yeah, two guys that can work, but Finn Balor is a top of the card guy, and he's in these throwaway matches. He has been for weeks. So you know, we'll get into the rest of Raw much more when we come back. We're gonna take a quick break. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWPSports.org. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWP Sports. Welcome back to the Phenomenal Forum. Matt Weinstein alongside Andrew Servideo, Alex Demers each and every week here on WCWPSports.org as well as iTunes On Demand. So we'll get right into the main event of Raw. It was Sheamus and Cesaro, The Bar, defending their tag titles one more time against Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. This match, it ended with the beatdown, like the, fall, the false finish with the beatdown. They got DQ'd, and then Kurt Angle restarted the match. No disqualification. And the nice hitch in this storyline is that, obviously, you have some uh, Rollins and Ambrose still part of the shield with Roman Reigns. He comes out, and then Samoa Joe. No, Samoa Joe came out first, I think. I think that's right. I think Smojo came out first, and then Roman came out. So we're getting, and then Sheamus won with the bro kick again, the most protective finisher in all of the WWE, and I love it. This, so now are we going to get the Shield versus the Bar and Samoa Joe? When though, for a Raw main event, maybe one of these next few weeks. Exactly, because we go back to the same point of there's no pay per view for six, seven weeks. How are you going to do this? I would take that match on Raw. I think it would be a cool match for sure. But, uh, again, now we see, now we've heard that Sheamus has this injury. It's not going to end up well for Sheamus. It he's, looks a, like. he's apparently he's been working through spinal stenosis for the past, I think they called it six months. Um, same injury that ended Edge's career, ended Stone Cold's career. If, if, you're, uh, if you're in New York, you're a baseball fan, David Wright has the same injury. All but end, all but ending his career. This is not a good sign for Sheamus, but he's been working through it apparently. Yeah, the way his move set works is, is like he uh, he doesn't really rely on his back, I guess, and uh, he's more of like he's you know Sheamus. I feel like like stands most of the time, or he's like landing on his feet, or no matter what, because he's just a big dude. So it works kind of in his favor that he works like this weird move set that doesn't apply to his spine being out of whack. But uh, hopefully he takes care of it, or eventually we're going to have to end up seeing him retire, like, like, just like Edge and Stone Cold, unfortunately. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, you got to hope that he's going to be okay, but also, if it was something to be really concerned about, don't you think they would have dropped the titles? Yeah, that's, that's my other thing. I don't know how serious it is. So obviously, it's, it's kind of just like a sense of the injury. He has it a little bit, but he's been working through it six months at the end of the UK tour, he stayed back. He went home to Ireland, I guess, to get checked out. 
a lot of people thought it was he just went home to see his family, but obviously the injury news came out. It was a different story. If this is the case and Sheamus has to take some time away, it's going to be a real blow for him and Cesaro, the two of them doing really the best work of their WWE careers as a team now. And I don't know if Sheamus has to take a step back. What is that? Obviously terrible for him, but what does that mean for Cesaro? See, now this is the other thing that I was talking to you about a couple days ago or yesterday or whatever, but Cesaro could be a top contender for Roman Reigns to, to take off that IC title off of him or Samoa Joe if Samoa Joe beats it off Roman. Um, I think Cesaro, once he takes that mouthpiece out, he'll do wonders for the singles competition and especially the mid card, if not the upper card. So if they end up dropping the titles, we could see good for both Cesaro and the IC title feud that we've been questioning. So now the thing with Cesaro is his hold as a singles as a singles guy in WWE, he hasn't had much success. He's just been at like at the cusp of breaking through. He won the the inaugural Andre Battle Royal at WrestleMania 30. We thought he was in line for huge stuff. They put him with Paul Heyman, and that was just to keep him on TV so he could talk about Lesnar breaking the streak. It didn't really do anything for Cesaro. All of his success in WWE has come as part of a tag team with Sheamus or with Tyson Kidd. That's where he's really hit his stride. And we saw um, before WWE, WWE, obviously, with the Kings of Wrestling, him and Chris Hero, now Cassius Ono, he's, he's an incredible tag team wrestler, one of the best they have. And it's going to be an absolute shame if, on, like, on the one hand, for him and Sheamus to have to break up this tag team, but obviously you do want to see Cesaro go for the big one, have a good singles run in the WWE. It'd be nice to see Cesaro have a singles run and yeah. a successful one. A successful too. one, yeah. Um, let's get the Cesaro section back up and bumping a little bit out there. But, you know, I feel, I feel for Sheamus, and I feel for the two of them because you're right. They are having the best work done of their career right now, and they do make a good tag team, especially the fact that Cesaro's not great on the mic, we know. Sheamus isn't fantastic on the mic either, but, you know, they help out each other. Together, and they, yeah, they, and it works out. They're, yeah, the, they got this... You know, the bar thing, they're good together, they have their shtick going, and it would suck to see one of them fall now. So hopefully, you know, we wish, obviously we wish the best to Sheamus. Hopefully he doesn't have to miss any time, he heals up, but who knows. Anyway, we'll get on, get on to a couple more factions in the, uh, in, on Raw. Page of Absolution <clears throat> beats Sasha Banks in... In a match a lot of people wanted to see, I wanted to see it, and I feel like they kind of just scratched the surface with, with what the two of these women can do together. And down the line, I could definitely see the two of these women going at it again even better. Yeah, I, li- I would like to see a- another match between these two. Um, absolution. You like it, love it, or hate it? I like it. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you like. But... The issue is that, obviously, we mentioned it last week, you have Absolution on one show, you have the Riot Squad on the other. Absolution works. Why isn't the Riot Squad working? Because there's multiple reasons. The Riot Squad is made up of three people who were wrestling in NXT that don't have that established um, woman wrestler that has been on the roster for a while. Paige has been, you know, on the roster for a while. She was out for a little while, but the return made that, also made that very good. Again, Absolution did come first because it was on Raw, and then SmackDown was the next night. That's another reason. 
and the fact that um, also the Riot Squad is almost somewhat laughable. Like that whole promo that they had with uh, what's their name, the uh, the Western, the Southern, with, whatever yeah, she Sarah is, Sarah Logan. Yeah, she did that, that like weird promo. It was and, awful. Like, a couple of the words were just like couldn't really understand it. Yeah, yeah, obviously like, she has that Southern accent, but like, see, here's the problem with the like Sarah Logan. Live even Liv Morgan, they weren't re- on NXT TV that much. Yeah. So they didn't really have it. Like, you can blame it on that. They didn't really have a huge chance to, like, get those reps in on the microphone, do all this stuff. Like, Liv Morgan isn't terrible on the mic. She can hold her own. But this Sarah Logan, if if this if this is going to work with her and the Riot Squad, she kind of just needs to be, like, almost like an enforcer. Mm-hmm. Like, and make her just, like, the strong one. Who doesn't and say keep much. her quiet, exactly. <laughs> the sure. kind of the way it was with Roman at the beginning of the Shield, at once they started. And obviously you saw as time goes by, regardless of what you think, he's, he's has he gotten better on the mic? Absolutely. But am I comparing Roman Reigns to Sarah Logan? No. But she needs to keep quiet, basically. Yeah. I'll go back to Andrew's second point, the fact that we got Absolution first and then we get the Riot Squad the, ne- the next day. It's more of the same. You get the absolution on Monday, and then you get this watered-down same thing happening on Tuesday. And it's like, I agree 100% with the page, with the page, um, um, the page concept, that she's the, the high-profile one for this squad, and, and that the Riot Squad doesn't have it. Mm-hmm. But maybe if, if it wasn't watered-down and it's the same exact thing that we're seeing Monday, that we're seeing again on Tuesday, I mean... What are they trying to trick us into forgetting it? Listen, right. I really don't know why they even thought that having women's factions would work again because it didn't work in the first place when they first did it. Did it? Well, it when they did it two years ago, I feel like it was more of just to introduce the main roster crowd to Charlotte, Sasha, Becky Lynch. But I feel like Absolution right now is working and it, Will I think it'll continue to work? I think they can do some good stuff on Raw with the rest of the women, but the Riot Squad. I mean, no disrespect to Ruby Riot, but she's no Paige. She's as good as she is. She's not like I'm not tuning into SmackDown to see. Oh, what's Ruby Riot doing with her her two friends? Yeah. Like, but on the other hand, to see oh what's Paige's back with Absolution? That's that's totally different. That I'll say. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna take the time. I want to see what they're gonna do with the rest of this Raw Women's Division. Paige, Sasha Banks, that's a match I want to see. Down the line, because we keep seeing Asuka interact with these three after they beat someone down. They beat up Alicia Fox, and then Asuka came to the ring and kind of just slithered out of the way. Is that, like, the, down the line, we're going to, obviously, we're going to get Paige, Asuka. That's a match I'm going to tune in for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and so, like, they're giving me a reason to watch, and now they're going to go week in and week out to just beat up new members of the Raw Women's Division Eventually, the rest of that division is going to team up. Maybe we'll get some six-woman tag matches that mean something instead of just the throwaway, hey, we have eight minutes to fill on Raw. You're the three baby faces. You're the three heels. How about you just go have a match? Get your stuff in. That's an interesting point. Do you think that it works better on Raw because there's more avenues to take with, like, an Asuka or a Sasha than there is on SmackDown when you have, like, these women that are really good singles wrestlers, but you don't want them to really form a crew together, right? Right. See, this is what I was going to bring up, is that um, Raw has the more established women's division than SmackDown does. So I think Paige and Absolution should have gone to SmackDown, and they should have switched Mm -hmm. the two teams. I think it would have made more sense, and it would have worked better, because 
you have these three wrestlers who barely wrestled in NXT and nobody really knows them, have them on Raw with more established characters and more established women wrestlers to fight them and, and better themselves off of that. Right now on SmackDown, realistically, you have Natalia, Becky Lynch, Charlotte. 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 Those are the only three that are the most established on that SmackDown women's roster. And the first night the Riot Squad came in, they took out Becky Lynch. They wrote her off TV. She's with the Miz film in the Marine the Six, movie, so yeah. Becky's not going to be back. Uh, for so that's a even bit. worse. You ha- so you're now down another women's wrestler, Charlotte Natalia, and the- and they're beating up on Naomi too. Just like yeah, that's side, right. side yeah. note, just yeah. to throw that in there. So and so then who is left? Now you have Carmella. Who's in no man's land, really. Doing nothing. She, and she has the money in the so, bank. It's so and we funny. we keep forgetting that. Like, I've literally forgotten she has the money in the bank. I tuned in, and I saw her backstage in that in that promo segment. I was like, oh, yeah. She has the money in the bank briefcase. And, you know, it's what so, are we doing? It's so funny. You know why we've forgotten Carmella? We've forgotten the briefcase. It's because there's no James Ellsworth with her. That's <laughs> Interesting that's point, it. actually. That it was, is. That was the main that was, thing of her, about her character. It was and keeping her relevant. Kinda, yeah, it was keeping her relevant. She has nothing to do now. Because so. with James Ellsworth around, you we could see, oh, Carmella's going to cash in this title. They're going to run the SmackDown Women's Division. Without James Ellsworth, it's like Carmella has the briefcase. Carmella's not going to be the champion anytime soon. And I can't imagine they're going to... She's going to lose when she cashes it in, just like Baron Corbin. Then you're not going to have two of those. That's a waste of one exactly. of the biggest pay-per-views of the year. Money in the Bank is one of the most intriguing concepts all year. Just have that lingering contract. Like when you had someone like Seth Rollins when he had it and he threatened to cash in all the time. He, and he held it. He laughed. He did his, And he just walked back with it. Carmella doesn't even mention that she has it. She's just, she just holds it. Give me some of that. Give me some Carmella running to the ring with a ref. And then not cashing it in or something like that, oh. just to remind me a little more that it's there and that it's a possibility or something. Yeah. Like, all I need, all you need is she, ru- exactly, she runs down, she has a microphone and she says, I'm going to cash in my Money in the Bank uh, briefcase, but not tonight. Yeah, that's, all, that's all you need. Something like just that. Just to remind us, oh, this can happen at any time. Because when it does eventually happen, if the train keeps going like this, people are going to be like, oh, yeah. I forgot this was possible. You have to, which could be good on the one hand, but you have to have always that air of mystery that reminder. of like, when is this going to happen? Yeah. Because if you totally forget about it and then it happens, it's kind of like, oh, I forgot that could happen. But if you know that it could happen at any time you're waiting for, you're on the edge of your seat, when it finally happens, that's the big payoff you're looking for. See, now we see, maybe we see Riot Squad uh, beat down on Charlotte yes. for, the, for them to eventually, uh, for Carmella to cash in on Charlotte. Maybe this is just me because I got a big crush on Charlotte. Wouldn't I would rather see Carmella cash it in on somebody else? Oh yeah, I don't want to do. You know, I don't. I don't want to see her take really it don't. off Charlotte, really. But I don't want to see her just hold the briefcase. Also, not do anything. That's with right. You know exactly. I mean? That's not working for anyone. I see. But also, the here. thing is on SmackDown is like, who could beat Charlotte? She's like the top of the division. Like, realistically, the only person that I would see being able to beat Charlotte is Becky Lynch, and she's not even wrestling right now. Let me just ask one more question. Is there any chance we see somebody... I know that we don't have Becky Lynch now. Are we going to see somebody else from SmackDown maybe join the Riot Squad? Like a veteran person maybe, just to give it a little more juice or something like that? I'm not sure who it could be. I don't think Natalia really fits in there. You're not going to turn Naomi. I don't know. Maybe... uh, What's her name? Tamina. Yeah, I, I was mean. gonna say that's the only one I could think but of. But the fact that you so. have to say, oh, you know, what's her maybe. name? I was, gonna, Tamina. I was literally gonna say Lana. Who's Lana? Lana. With? Exactly. Yeah. Maybe she, Lana betrays 
Tamina and goes and fights with the Riot Squad or becomes like their manager, their but talks that, person. And she could talk for them, right. which would be better. Would be would be right. it would, yeah, it would be better, but that's not what they need. No, yeah. no. That's not. It doesn't really help that, that you're much. Not, they're not sitting there like, how can we fix the Riot Squad? <laughs> we'll give them Lana. That's not. They already what, think the Riot Squad's good. That's that's why. <laughs> I it's, it, It'll be interesting to see what the Riot Squad does to contend with Absolution on the other side of the on the other side of things, on the other show. Last thing before we go to break, we had two past two weeks, we had two Cruiserweight Fatal 4-Ways. The winners are going to wrestle this Monday in a number one contenders match. Rich Swan won the first match, and Drew Gulak won the second match. Gabba Gulak. Are we, before we get into that, it's... Th- that second match, it was Gulak, Mustafa Ali, Cedric, and Tony Nese. Cedric and Mustafa Ali were absolutely incredible in this match. Awesome. They were great. They were really good. And I thought since the first match with Rich Swan, once he won, I figured, all right, they'll give it to Cedric. They'll have the tag team partners or wrestle. It'll be a good story. And then maybe Cedric can take the title off Enzo. But now, are we going to get a Drew Gulak-Enzo Amore title match? I know you're a big Cedric guy. Are you cool with Gulak winning this match? I am. I'm very cool because with Gulak Cedric, winning this match. Because once Cedric and Mustafa Ali, too, I love them both, they both looked great. And mm-hmm. Cedric um, and Gulak kind of came in, the slimy heel, like he took advantage. Of the Cedric finisher. Right. And now Gulak versus Enzo is a possibility. I, th- I don't think we get Rich Swan Enzo. I, th- I think if it was Cedric versus Gulak, that'd be one thing. You could see it go either way, but... As much as I love Rich Swan, as great as he is, I don't think we get Enzo Rich Swan. I think we're going down the road for Enzo versus Drew Gulak. I think that's the better way to go. It, for sure, yeah. Um, Gulak has been showing off like that PowerPoint presentation every week, and I love it. I love everything about Drew Gulak, everything he does. And it helps if you're really trying to get Enzo to be more of this heel character. Gulak's a perfect face. The crowd gets behind Gulak. For sure. He's kind of like the... It's almost the opposite of what you usually see, like, a heel who thinks he's a babyface. I think he's a babyface who thinks he's a heel, <laughs> yeah, almost. That's what it is. And, the, um, and it works. He's, yeah. he's incredibly entertaining. He's great in the ring. Last Tuesday, I think Enzo, like, said, hey, I'm not going to be on the show tonight. I need you to run the Zoe train. So he gets Nice Davari and Noam Dar backstage. I don't know if you guys saw this. And he was comparing themselves to the Justice League. And he looks at Tony Nice. He goes, we got Aquaman. Then Noam Dar. We got the Flash. Then he looks at Arya Davari and goes, and Wonder Woman. He's like, what, what am I Wonder Woman for? He goes, you're courageous and have great fashion sense. <laughs> and he was just like, all right, that's fair. But more of Drew Gulak, the better. And to have him and Enzo, if him and Enzo were in a program together, he, I guess he'll turn on the Zoe train. Who knows? But him and Gulak going back and forth on the microphone is going to sell this story for me. Mm-hmm. That's all I need. Are we going to get this title match on 205 Live or Monday Night Raw? I honestly, I hope 205 Live. Just to get some more viewers on it? I hope, not even that. I, th- I hope that the, all the build comes on Raw and the match is on 205 Live. That they'll, It'll get ah, top billing. It'll be the main event. It'll be a better match. It'll be a longer match. That's what they need. Also, the other thing is that they're starting 205 Live events. That's right. Two hundred five lives are gonna start touring. I think in like the middle of January. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I. Think I don't know how well they're gonna do with that, but if they if they make two hundred five live more of a must see show, then maybe we do see that that it does well. Right. So I do. Th- I think the match is gonna end up on two hundred five okay. live, regardless of whether it's Gulak or Rich Swan. Obviously, it'll be one of the two. I think it'll 
end up on 205 Live, and I think that's for the better. So we're going to take our last break. Who you got? Who do I got? Gulak or Swan? I got Gulak. Eric Gulak is Gulak all around. Gulak all around. So we're going to take our last break of the day. When we come back, we'll get into SmackDown. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum here on WCWPSports.org. Well, it's a big show. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWPSports. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Phenomenal Forum. Matt White's seen here with Andrew Video and Alex Tamiris each and every week. So now, let's get into SmackDown. Now made official at Clash of Champions two weeks from, one week from this Sunday, right? Or is it two weeks? One week from this Sunday. So there's one more SmackDown before the show? I believe so, yeah. Should be. All right. Good thing we, good thing we checked. <laughs> um, so Clash of Champions, we're at the main event. Well, not the main event. Uh, it's it's going to be Orton and Nakamura versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And Shane McMahon is a special guest ref. And if Sami and KO lose, they are fired. That's a legitimate stipulation there? That's the stipulation. Okay. I... I have no problem with the match, the four guys. That's great. Yeah. Why do they need to? I know why, but why are they throwing Shane McMahon in the middle of every single match of this storyline? It's not necessary. We got to stop agreeing with each other because I feel exactly the same way. <laughs> I agree as well. <laughs> There's no need for Shane to be this referee, for not, especially yeah. with the stipulation now that if they lose, they're fired. How's that? Know. How's that going to go now? I think if well, if they lose, I think they'll go to Raw. But like, do why? Something like that. But that's not what they need. We don't, they don't happen. need that at all. They they should be on SmackDown. They're, they're what holds SmackDown together they're currently. The top story. It's Kevin Owens show. They're the top story on SmackDown. It's the Sammy and oh, Kevin sorry, show, as right. Kevin Owens <laughs> right. would say. But yeah, you're right. These and them with Orton and Nakamura, they're going to put on a hell of a match. But uh, and Shane gets thrown in. And Daniel Bryan's not happy about it. You have him and Shane. They're upset. They're uh, they're upset with each other. And now, again, it brings us back to the Daniel Bryan return match possibility. There's a good chance they they start. They're starting the slow burn for a Shane versus Daniel Bryan match. Yeah, I don't think that's their intention fully, but like they they have it in the back of their minds that like this could possibly happen. So we might as well start building towards it. I heard they were talking about um, they were talking online or like the newsletter or something like that that it it they're looking for next SummerSlam yeah to have SummerSlam Shane versus Daniel Bryan yeah. and same thing we talked about with Kurt Angle the past few weeks the Daniel Bryan return match against Shane that's not that's not the match we're looking for there's so many guys that you could realistically book the Daniel Bryan return you have the Miz you have all these guys and for it to just go to Shane McMahon like that. And obviously, it'd probably be pretty safe for Daniel Bryan. Right, yeah. But realistically, like, what would happen? Maybe he'll get hit with a kendo stick. It's more safe for Daniel Bryan than it is for Shane McMahon because Shane is probably going to do something stupid. Well, yeah, that's just him stepping into the ring. What yeah, do we expect? Exactly. And, you know, call back to last week. His kids don't care. They're playing Angry Birds anyway. <laughs> but there's the, the I think the coolest aspect of this is the Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon. Like, Daniel Bryan is almost siding with Owens and Zayn, mm-hmm. and Shane is Shane's the heel. He is. I sound like a broken record, but what are these guys doing that makes them look like bad guys? Nothing. They're not. They're 
they're overcoming the odds. That's all they're doing. Two things about this match. One, prior to Survivor Series, we started seeing this team of Orton and Nakamura coming together in a few tag team matches. I like it. I think it's working, especially because you're not getting much of Nakamura by himself at all. Unfortunately, And yeah. then you're getting the one random Orton match a week, really, with it's whoever, whether it's Owens or whoever he's fighting. Mm-hmm. And two, that's the, the only other redeeming quality about this, is somehow if Shane gets involved in the match, maybe starts beating up on Owens or Sammy or something, and then Daniel Bryan comes out, maybe grabs Shane's arm as he goes to hit one of them or something like that. I don't know what could possibly happen, but that's all there really is else to look forward to, especially when you... If you didn't throw Shane in as the special guest referee, you're tuning into this match to see a good match. Yeah. You throw Shane in as the referee, you're tuning in expecting to see something else happen. Right, yeah. It it gives more of a story for sure, but I don't know if that's the right story that we're looking for in in terms of this match especially, but having that stipulation where the possibility of Owens and Zayn being fired is a good possibility. It is a cool... Nice little touch to the storyline, but again, would you want to have that at the expense of Orton and Nakamura losing to them? I think, well, here's the thing. Anybody who loses to Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, it's not, like, they're not, they don't look that bad. Sami, Sami and KO are the top two stars. True. On, yeah, it's not a terrible high. loss. Kevin, uh, losing to Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens is best, one of the top guys in the company, former world champion. Yeah. That's, that's a legitimate loss to someone like him. But now, this whole thing, forget about Shane. Let's look at K, uh, seven, uh, Kevin seven. Owens and Sami Zayn. Where do they go from here, win or lose? If they win, they, they, if they win they're still together. They're still on SmackDown line. If they lose, who knows what happens. But what else can they do together? Tag titles. Tag Already, division. is that where they go? Yeah. I think so. Where else? Other, if they don't get fired, then they're probably going to go for the tag titles. That's, that that's should my be next a stipulation. Guess. You lose, you're fired, you win, you get a tag team title match. I mean, the thing is with the tag team title they're division giving, is now, they're, they're, they're just, just giving, giving it away. Title shots they're away. just giving it away. It was, uh, <laughs> we were getting right <laughs> we into it. We were going to get into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, the Usos versus Gable and Benjamin, who earned a <laughs> shot. And then they put the New Day in there. But why are they in but the why match? Are they in because New Day match. beat Gable and Benjamin last week on SmackDown. But why are they in no, the match? But, but why are they in the match? Why are they in Oh, the why match? are they in the match? <laughs> and then the worst, the worst part is that, and now Rusev and Aiden English, they, who, they won. That's great. Now they're in the match. But why? But why are they in the match? <laughs> it's thank you, Chad Gable, but it's... uh. I love they, that because they beat. <laughs> we they need like beat. a soundboard just to like bring that up. Like whenever someone gets inserted into like a weird match, and they're like, "Why? Why are they even? <laughs> why are they, we, need, we need that to why, play." But why are they in the match? But why are they in the match? But the issue now, obviously, Gable and Jordan had a legitimate claim to a two-on-two tag match, and then the New Day get involved, and then Rusev and Aiden English beat the New Day, which is a pleasant surprise. Yeah. It doesn't it hurt was. the New Day at all. It get, it makes Aiden English and Rusev look great. So now it's a four four uh, four way tag match. What's next for this tag division? If it's Sammy and KO, do you think the Usos overcome these odds, win this match? Because I think the only way Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens get involved in the tag team title picture are if the Usos are still the tag team champions. They're not giving away any other. They're not getting any other tag match. They're gonna give us 
the Usos versus Owens and Zayn. That's the biggest draw. Yeah, but who in that match would be the heels then? Because both of them are basically tweeners. I think since... Yeah, and that's not an issue. Right. But I think since the Hell in a Cell match between the Usos and the New Day, the Usos have been acting like more and more... Like yeah, baby well, faces more and more. They're getting every a little week. soft. But the but Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, like it depends on how you look at it. Obviously they're the heels, but like you throw Shane into the mix, it's like oh, I don't really think so. They might be the baby faces. So to have two teams that we don't really know who's who, that's an interesting dynamic. And Uso is one of the best tag teams in the world right now. To put them with Sammy and KO, who are doing great work on SmackDown, that'd be an incredible match. And I think that's a match that you, they, uh, you can give us leading up to the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Mm. Also, or even at the Royal Rumble. If they were to drop the titles at Clash of Champions to whomever it may be, you got to get the rematch in first. So that gives you a little more time, whether that helps you or hurts you for the Sami and KO tag, yeah. tag team. I don't know, though, because if they do win the tag titles, they have Royal Rumble to fight it, like, to fight for the tag titles again. So if they win, tag titles. If who wins? Cammy's and, and Cammy. Sammy and KO. Yeah. If they win the tag titles, they go on to Royal Rumble to defend those tag titles. Hot take. They lose the tag titles at Royal Rumble, fight in the Royal Rumble, fight each other in the Royal Rumble, leads to the main match. So that's where we're going. All right. So Interesting. I, I think we do get a Sammy KO match at WrestleMania. I don't I think they I think they win the titles at the Royal Rumble. I think that's where it'll happen. And it's the slow burn after that. And they still, they enter the Rumble, and obviously neither of them win. And from Rumble to Mania, it's them losing the titles, almost turning on each other, and then getting the match that the two, those two guys deserve more than anybody is the one-on-one WrestleMania match. Yeah, that'd be really cool. That's an interesting dynamic. I'll tell you one place where Rusev looked great this week. Every day is Rusev is Day. Rusev well, on day. Rusev Day, so every day. Oh, on, and oh, on Total day. Divas Day. <laughs> a big Rusev seg- a big Rusev Lana segment on Total Divas this week. Uh, it was Rusev's Names Day, and you had Shazaro. Uh, you had Cesaro, uh, Sheamus in there. You had uh, you know all the girls. You had Alexa Bliss with a little pig <laughs> on this boat. Now it was a great Total Divas episode. If you guys if you guys missed it this week, nah, I'm gonna have to check it out. I mean that. I, I don't know I, uh, about that. I don't think I'm, I'm going to check I'm a little, it out. But. I'm a little behind on Total Divas this season, but uh, I'll get to it. And now, Just put it on your watch list. I no, I, it's on demand. They have so I, I did watch the first two episodes of the season. I got to catch up. Anyway, so we talk. We we brought up WrestleMania. So all these storylines going on right now. So we we talked about maybe the the Kevin Owens Sami Zayn coming to to an end at WrestleMania. What a, what other storylines going on right now? Where are these going to WrestleMania? It's it's the middle of December. Royal Rumble's in a month. It's we're pretty much just about at the road to WrestleMania. Where I'll start you guys off. Roman Reigns, where is he at WrestleMania? Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah. Is that like <laughs> the foregone conclusion? Yeah, I, no, it's gotta be. There's no other way. There's nothing else that's gonna happen. I mean, I guess if you keep wanting to make Roman this almighty he's gonna have to face Brock at one point and if that means Brock dropping the title I'm actually okay with it I as long as I, Roman doesn't do an open challenge where he only wants one person to fight him but yeah but <laughs> uh, yeah if that means that Roman's the champion and he's on TV every week yes. 
I get to see. I'll the be belt. okay with that. We get to. See, I don't even know what the universal title looks like. Yeah. <laughs> I feel, what color is, is it? it? I have no is, idea. Is it still red? I don't know. I don't know. Everybody's <laughs> been saying that it's ugly, so I don't know. I don't know how I feel. But, but yeah, if the title's back on TV every week, I don't care who has it. Yeah. I, so. As long as, and that might be is a good chance. That's the end of Brock Lesnar in WWE for now, at least. You got to think for a while because he's his contract is up. He might not resign. Who knows where he goes? That's that's a big deal. It's a big thing. Maybe he stays in with a faction starting with Paul Heyman, Brock Lesnar, and Ronda Rousey. Stop it. Who Matt Jeez. is very upset Stop about. Stop it. Go on, tell us. Voice Why? your displeasure about Ronda Rousey. So Ronda Rousey, <laughs> what they're, they're... They're finalizing a deal. They're finalizing her contract. With WWE. Sources? Fact? Yeah. Fact. Okay. Fact. He didn't make it up. It's a real thing. Why is that? <laughs> Obviously, she's she'll be a huge draw. But... If she wrestles, she's not going to lose. So you know the first match she has is going to be against Becky Lynch or something like that. Becky Lynch will do the job quick there. Poor but, Becky Lynch. And then, but like, who are they going to give it? They're going to give her Charlotte. They're going to give her Paige, Oscar. You can't have Ronda Rousey come into a WWE ring and just flatten these WWE women. Maybe the Riot Squad turns into the Rousey Squad. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was at the May Young Classic. They had the four horsewomen of the WWE and the four horsewomen of UFC and MMA. Now Shayna Baszler, now soon to debut in NXT. And yeah, from that, well, we don't know. If well, it is regardless, her. she's she's soon to debut. She'll debut in NXT soon. They signed her to a contract, and you had the four horsewomen of WWE. Obviously, Charlotte, Sasha, Becky, and Bailey. They had a little standoff at. The May Young Classic, we could maybe it's an eight woman tag. Who knows? Maybe it's just a one on one or a tag team match. Or as long as it, I mean, like, as I'm not going to be too cool with it, but one of the rumored matches was Ronda Rousey versus Stephanie. If that isn't the match, if we don't get that match, then I'll be, I'll, I'll get over it. If that's the match we get, that's because you know why? Because that'll take over, that'll take up a half hour of WrestleMania. That'll take up a half hour of Raw. If, if any Raw where they're building up Stephanie McMahon and Ronda Rousey, you know that's going to be, the, one, the opening segment. Stephanie's going to put her down as much as she can before she gets beat down by Ronda Rousey. And then, yeah. But that's a match that takes a half hour of WrestleMania, so a match that people care about gets bumped to the pre-show lack of time. We saw it this year yeah. with Austin Aries and Neville, who have since left the company <laughs> for varying reasons, one of them... One of the same reasons both of them left was that WrestleMania 33 payday that they didn't get for they weren't on the DVD because they were on the pre-show. One of the best matches of the whole night. There were very few people in the stadium. Well, there's still thousands of people. But, like, the stadium wasn't filled yet. Not everyone saw it. Not everyone was watching the WrestleMania kickoff show. It wasn't the stage. That's a match. Deserved. Right, and that's a match that gets pushed for... A Ronda Rousey match. Yeah. Or this Ronda Rousey Stephanie. That's but if it's Ronda Rousey and Charlotte and Becky and whoever, that's fine. That I'm that okay with. Yeah. But as long as as long as it's not just another McMahon throwing themselves. Because it's it's WrestleMania. Who wrestles? It's the McMahons, it's the part timers, and and the Undertaker, we obviously we don't expect to see him at WrestleMania this year. So that's yeah, whoever Whoever wants to come back and get a match, they can. And <laughs> then, yeah, Batista, The Rock, whoever Maybe wants we'll to get come a, back. An air off. 
And then, yeah, and then, I don't know, we'll get whoever, whoever... Put that on the pre-show, please. Whoever whoever wants to come back and come back, and Dean Ambrose will get kicked to the, the, the kickoff show. That's, that's, how WrestleMania, <laughs> that's how it works. That's how WrestleMania works. So, before we sign off, just let's, let's go over a few WrestleMania predictions. Who's your Royal Rumble winner as of right now, and who do they go on to face? Shinsuke Nakamura. And he goes on to face AJ Styles. 100%. And if that's not the case, okay... If that match happens, I do not care about the rest of the card at WrestleMania. It could be Roman Reigns beating everybody up in the middle of the ring while Vince McMahon sitting ringside laughing his butt off and, and the main event is Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles. I don't care about the rest of the card. It's hard to pick who's going to win the Rumble. What if we get Nakamura Styles at the Rumble? Would you hate I it? I think, no. I wouldn't I hate wouldn't, it. but I think that if they give, if they give us Nakamura Styles... I think it would be at WrestleMania. They want to give that match the biggest stage they can. But is that match going to be any better than the match at Wrestle Kingdom that they had two years ago? Is there any, a chance that it could be better? It, there is a chance, and that is if Nakamura wins the Rumble and fights AJ Styles for the WWE Championship. That's the no, only way if it could be I'm better. I'm saying if that if that's how it plays out, Nakamura wins the Rumble, AJ's mm-hmm. the champion, they have that match at WrestleMania – is there a chance that that can be better than their Wrestle Kingdom match? I, there is a chance. I think. I think there's always a chance. Or did they? I feel like they kind of pulled everything out. Yeah, but like that match. Because how much? How long was that Wrestle Kingdom match? Like almost like a half hour. They're not get. I don't think they get that much time at WrestleMania. You don't think so? Twenty minutes. How, ma- how much minutes. time did Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton get last year? Maybe like, like almost twenty. I'm not sure. All right. Well, that's a decent amount of time. I think it'll be interesting to see, and especially uh, if it's for the title, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Should we just give t- two predictions of who we think is going to win the rumble now? He, we yeah, got yeah, Drew absolutely. said I I got I got Shinsuke too. You both have Shinsuke. Yeah. I'll say Samoa Joe. Really? Samoa yeah. Joe, and he goes on to face who? Lesnar. Yeah. And really? He goes on to face Lesnar. I or, like that. And I'm hoping that Joe is the one to beat Lesnar and hold on to the t- and hold on to the Universal title. Wow. That'd All right. Really so, cool. how much time does Joe have left? Honestly. He's not that old. He's How old is he? Thirty-eight. Oh, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. AJ Styles is forty. But you know 40? what? How much longer do you want to sit on a guy like this? Exactly. Let's get him. Let's get him going. Capitalize on exactly. it. Exactly. So good. That's also every the thing t- with Nakamura as well. He's pretty old as well. He's right. like about 37, 38, Same same age. And Bobby Roode. All these guys are all getting up there. It's time. Uh, Bobby Roode's like thirty-three, I think. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's pretty young. I thought he was, no, I thought he's he was older. older. Really? Bobby Roode's forty years old. I, I like no 40. way. Yeah, way. Really? He's old. These guys. Orton was the youngest man in the Survivor Series on the SmackDown team. Yeah. So anyway, and another guy, thing about guy like Samoa Joe is every time he gets he gets red hot, it seems like they're finally going to pull a plug. He gets hurt. So how long? How much longer? Again, how much longer can you wait on a guy like that? He's healthy. He's in. He's this is the best spot he's going to be in his entire career. And he fought Lesnar already, and it was exactly. clo- it was pretty yeah. close. So. so we'll leave you with that. Obviously, the next couple weeks, next couple months will be very interesting here on the Phenomenal Forum. Road to WrestleMania. It's just about underway. We'll see you all next week. We're list- you are listening to the Phenomenal Forum here on WCWPSports.org.